Hello, hello, hello. I'm Jan Goldstein, and this is All That Matters. Some of us have been at low points in our life. This may be one of the lowest points, depending on where you are and how you're impacted by things that are going on. So I wanted to talk about low points. And I wanted to talk a little bit about my own past. I was at the lowest point in my life. I had just become a single parent with primary custody of my three young children and my heart was broken from the end of my marriage and even more so at the sudden ragged rip in the fabric of my children's innocence. And then one week later, it got worse. My dad died. I thought of changing my name to Job. My little girl railed in helpless anguish. I wasn't sure how we were all going to make it. What I did know was that there was no alternative. Putting one foot in front of the other, we all began the process of learning to walk as a family all over again. Months later, my mom took the kids for the first two weeks of their summer vacation and practically throwing me out the door, she insisted I go somewhere to heal. Which is how I ended up on the top deck of a ferry in the middle of a lake in Scotland, crying a river for my father, for my children, and I suppose for myself. And it was there in the midst of the sobbing and the water lapping and the loneliness of my heart that I heard it. Now, I've talked about this and referenced it earlier in this podcast, right at the beginning of it. But I have refocused on this moment because it was so powerful to me. And it helped me in the middle of a low point, which many of us are going through, because of events in the world. And it came to me back then, this moment on the lake, in a whisper, riding the wind. Was it my father's voice? My own? It it didn't matter. This answer came to me perplexing and magical and utterly unexpected. This voice I'd been looking for spoke softly to me in the midst of my tears, in my loneliness, in, I suppose, sense of lack of direction. How was I to deal with everything? And the voice spoke softly. It said to me, listen, it said. Hey, I was listening, believe me. And then it spoke again with a gentle urgency. Open, it breathed. I was in a boat. How could I? What? But before I could think another thought, the voice insisted, Now step into, 
Into what? I hadn't the slightest idea. And then, whispered like a benediction, came the final pronouncement. Receive. The word vibrated on the water, shimmered, and was gone. That was it. In the midst of all this agony and hopelessness, listen, open, step into, receive. I swear to God, sometimes I think it was my dad's voice. I've referred to that before, like speaking from after death somewhere. But maybe it's somehow true that we form a collective wisdom inside of us from the different people that we've met, the different experiences that we've had. Do you think that's possible? And that sometimes at our most dire moments in life, we're able to draw on that. We're able to hear that perhaps. But at that moment on the lake in Scotland, crying for my dad, crying for my kids, crying for myself. That wasn't a lot to work with. If I was going to hear a voice in the middle of Scotland, the least it could do is speak in complete sentences. But as I sat concentrating on the words that had floated to me on the wind, I suddenly became aware of the cry of a bird, primal and triumphant. And as the cry rent the sky above, something that had been sealed off unlocked within me. It's as clear today as it was then. So I'm so happy that I was able to have captured it. And it's sort of in the hard drive inside my soul. And I've been thinking about it this week. Because that cry of the bird... I lifted my eyes, I remember, and I beheld the awe-inspiring flight of a hawk swooping across the lake. And without thinking, I rose to my feet and spreading my arms like wings, reaching up and out as if to embrace the sheer wonder of it all. I certainly had forgotten about that. On the ride back to shore, still shaking with the thrill of the hawk, I felt stunned with a sudden realization. The voice I had heard, the whisper on the wind, it had transmitted nothing less to me than a key for unlocking the riches of the universe. Riches that I think we need to be reminded of at our lowest moments because they help teach us resilience. They help to lift us. And we need lifting sometimes, if only to battle the challenges that are right in front of us. And unlocking these riches of the universe, I'm not talking about the supernatural variety. No, no, those, those found in the natural world. Gifts dropped in my path, waiting only for the awareness of my heart to bid them welcome. Like the hawk and the voice and the sudden recognition of what was right in front of my soul's door, 
suddenly instead of mourning all I didn't have, I was suddenly infused with all I did. The miracle of my children, the spirit of my father coursing through me, the knowledge that if I wanted to soar, well, birds and humans are related, I suppose, after all, in some primordial and divinely attuned way. Where were my wings? I knew then I didn't want to be one more victim of life, borrowed by the pain, and neither do any one of us right now, at this moment of war in the world and challenge and struggle and hatred. Now, we must be stronger than that. Back then, I, I knew I didn't want a heart that had been drained of hope, and I don't want one right now. Do you? I didn't want a heart crammed with hurt and loss and an unspectacular desire to just get by each day. I wanted it filled with an eternal yes, with the power of the possible. And to do all this, I needed to repair the strings inside me, strings that had been pulled and warped until I was out of tune, a feeling I can relate to right now. Listen, open, step into, receive. If I wanted to grow and spread my wings, connect to life's wonder, I had to begin to listen, to become conscious of what was happening all around me. And next, I would need to open myself to what I heard, to value it by creating space for it. So I suppose my first question to you is, What are you listening to right now? And what do you need to hear? And how can you perhaps get that? You need to hear. Connecting to last week's uh, podcast, I need to hear something else now. What do you need to hear? Identify it. See how you might listen for it. And then to open yourself to what you heard, to value by creating space for it. How might you open yourself even right now to that which you need to hear and to fortify yourself in the midst of all that's going on in the world? It's only that being open, listening and then being open to it that you are now, you need to allow yourself to step into these experiences hitherto closed off to to you as they were to me becoming part of their life-giving embrace. Back then, mourning my dad, all that my kids were going through, all that I was going through, I needed to find a way to step into a new uh, soundtrack and, and, and a renewed openness. Because I've got to tell you, the last few weeks have just caused me to tighten, to almost want to hold on to myself, to embrace myself just to keep myself going how about you but it is possible that we perhaps even now need to open ourselves to that which we need to hear i saw a rally in washington dc today my sister ethel was there and um and one of the rallies there on behalf of israel what and against anti-Semitism and against hatred of all 
all peoples and uh, desire to free the hostages um, and remembering them. I, I heard Muslim speakers and Christian speakers and Jewish speakers and young speakers and old speakers. But one of the signs there said something beautiful that we could use in all walks of life. Don't shrink yourself. Expand. Don't shrink yourself. Expand. And that's what I've been feeling. I've been shrinking myself. And that's what was happening to me back when I was mourning the loss of my marriage and the and the um, loss of my dad and, and the pain that my kids were going through and that I was going through. I needed to expand. I just didn't know how. And it was only through listening and opening myself and stepping into this new experience or this new voice I needed to hear, then I would be able to receive and celebrate gifts that were coming to me, waiting to grace my life and all of our lives. I feel I hear that when I hear a college student stand up for what they believe in, in not hurting others, but rather being proud of their own identity and wanting to expand that so that others did not march for the death of others, but rather for life, for understanding, for community, for possibility. Because, my friends, there are riches, both natural and abundant, that spin a web of magic around us every day. And I think we need to look for them or create them. But so often what happens is life's whirlwind of busyness and the news, we get otherwise occupied. We have but to recognize them, see them, feel them, hear them, touch them, and allow them to touch us right back. It begins with the simple task of awareness, the process of allowing our inner instrument to vibrate with the music the universe is playing. Around the fires in the highlands of ancient Scotland would sit a storyteller, a person whose purpose it was to entertain and illuminate. Now look, I've always fancied myself a bit of a Scotsman, what with family connections on my mom's side. So, as you and I have come to learn, there's wisdom to be found in company. So, I challenge you this week to listen, to open, step into, and receive. Come, let's build a fire. Let us not shrink ourselves. Time to expand. Until next week, I'm Jan Goldstein, and this is All That Matters. <laughs>